This is the iMoveU podcast, getting you private practice ready. We give you fresh ideas on mindset, communication, and clinical skills so you can have a fulfilled career. What a time to be alive. Episode 14 of the iMoveU podcast, change input to change output, is the topic today. But I wanted to start by saying thank you uh, for all the reviews and the comments. Um, I just checked it and we've got 42 there, which is really humbling. So thank you for taking the time to do that. And if you haven't, I would love you to leave a comment uh, and potentially what you'd like to hear. That would really help us shape the next episodes. It's always great to provide value and we can do that by providing exactly what you ask for. So feel free to reach out, leave a comment on the podcast or send us a message on the group. The topic of today is a quote that we use in the iMoveU One Day event, and this quote frames everything, and the quote is, change input to change output, and I love this quote because I think it reflects how we should be treating as health professionals, but it also reflects really beautifully the current state of play of manual therapy and the modern pain sciences. And it's also a lovely fit for the biopsychosocial model. So I first learnt that quote off Urson Religicio, who is the modern manual therapist. And I've mentioned him a few times on the Facebook page. If you don't follow him yet, please follow him on all the socials and go to Modern Manual Therapy. His journey has been a huge reason uh, in why I do what I do in physiotherapy and even a huge reason uh, that... We've had success with the course and success at iMove Physiotherapy and a huge influence on all our new grads as well. Uh, Urson's journey has been a social one. He's been online for a very long time and it's been an amazing thing to follow his progress as a practitioner and he has content on his site that is quite old. I, I would say back to eight or 10 years ago and you can see the language and the wording that he uses in those older videos, and then you can compare it to now. And you can see how he's changed his approach as pain sciences has changed. And I think that's a really wonderful lesson that he'd probably have some stuff on that website and some wording that he might be embarrassed about if he watched now. But what he's shown everyone is that he is willing to grow and do it in a public forum, which I think is really brave. And that's just a nice lesson for anyone who's a bit nervous about producing videos is that, you know, we're not going to be judged forever. And as long as you're showing that you're evolving and that you're adaptable, which Urson does beautifully, I think that's a really amazing thing. And he's a wonderful example. And I'm so glad I found him early in my career. So if you look at the older videos, Urson pushes quite hard um, and he uses words like fascia and trigger point and soft tissue manipulation. And now more recently, he's completely changed his approach to go lighter, softer. Um, and this is, I guess, what you would call a non-traditional view of manual therapy. So the first thing he taught me was a hamstring release. I used to go uh, elbow in quite firm and then retest hamstring length in the supine 1990 position. And if you would do a really strong release for five to 10 minutes, even 20 minutes, you would reassess and they would go further, but also with their gait, they would feel lighter. When I first watched a video from Urson saying, I want you to try going lighter, and I did a very gentle hamstring release, I found that I got exactly the same result. 
and that surprised me uh, at that point in time. But as the pain sciences have progressed and we learn that we're actually just changing the nervous system, reducing tone, potentially getting someone into the parasympathetic nervous system, that is what gives them more length. It's that relaxing of the nervous system. And therefore, you can get that with a lighter touch and uh, for not going as long as you normally would. So that was the first practical example and probably an easy one that will resonate with most practitioners. Try quite a light hamstring release and see if you get the same result. You could do this on yourself with a roller or a ball. You could even do it on a patient, uh, a left hamstring quite strongly, and then just very quickly do two minutes of light soft tissue work on their right hamstring and see the difference on the same patient. That would be quite interesting. The second thing that Urson taught me along that change input, changes output approach was the instrument assisted work. He first introduced me to the edge tool, which looks like a metal knuckle buster, and it has three different surfaces, which you can use to get into three different kind of shapes around the body. The edge tool is something that looks quite mean, but when he describes doing it, he describes doing it with a pressure that would be like a cat's tongue licking you. So you can imagine that that's only just brushing the skin. Now, because the tool looks scary, it's that disconnect of, it looks really mean, it looks like a metal knuckle buster, but you actually use it so gently. Um, the cue I use is imagine you're coloring in and you're going in those short, sharp brush strokes. Now we do that on someone's anterior ankle, for example, and we see their dorsiflexion improve. Now we're not changing any mechanics, we're not pushing hard, we're not doing it for long, we're not pushing on the talus like we might traditionally do, but we get a change in dorsiflexion. And that was just another wonderful example which Urson introduced me to, which fits along that line of when we change the input, we change the output. And again, we try some random techniques in the one-day course at iMoveU just to get you thinking in this way, just to get you thinking, maybe I could do that differently, lighter, uh, with a tool, or get the patient to do it, or find even a different way like the patient could do deep breathing to get a change in whatever restriction you're trying to change. So all along the lines of changing input changes output. The third example I wanted to talk about was the ankle again. Uh, try the opposite way. So traditionally, we would do an AP talocrural glide to get dorsiflexion. Mechanically, that makes a lot of sense. Urson introduced me to the complete opposite to that, which is a plantar flexion and inversion mope. That would not make sense mechanically if we're trying to get someone's dorsiflexion back. But again, I tried it. And again, I got just as good a result as doing an AP glide. So again, it's playing with the nervous system, changes the output, and it's not necessarily mechanically specific. The last point I wanted to make along this line of changing input, changes output, is just try something random, like a tib post-release for shoulder pain. And try, if you've got a left shoulder in front of you, Maybe you try a right tip post-release. Now, again, mechanically, that makes no sense. There'll probably be a bit of a disconnect between you and your patient. But what it taught me is that treating completely random areas of the body could still have a potential positive effect on the painful area. 
And that again goes along the lines of our pain science, our biopsychosocial model, de-threatening, entering the parasympathetic nervous state, reducing tone, and that's all because of the nervous system. And that quote, change input, change output, just beautifully sums all of that up. Now, all of this might sound a little bit random and might not be in your practice, but all I would encourage you to do is try it and just try it quickly. And the way you can integrate it into a consult is just ask the patient, hey, would you mind if I looked at your TIB post? It'll only take one or two minutes. Or would you mind if I tried this edge tool? Or would you mind if I do a really light hamstring release on the other side? And they'll actually just think you're a genius and then you're trying something new and it's only going to take you one or two minutes. So just be brave and try that on some of your uh, patients who you've already built rapport with and let yourself be surprised by the results. Now, once you start seeing results, it puts you in a really healthy mind frame that what we do doesn't have to be super specific. You don't have to be a magician with your hands You don't always have to be right on the exact muscle, bony prominence, or landmark that you think you have to be on. Now, this does two interesting things. Some people can feel a bit funny about that because they feel like we've been to uni, we've learned all this anatomy, we should be really specific, we should be really skilled. Um, But I actually find a lot of comfort in that, and that that knowledge is what makes me a specialist, that I could do a multitude of things and get a result. And it's still about picking the technique that resonates most with your patient, maybe even picking a technique that doesn't take up too much time uh, of the consult, which will save more time for the evidence-based things, but also it might allow us to pick a technique that doesn't destroy our hands and wrists and shoulders. So I see a lot of advantages in thinking this way, and I'll leave you on this point. It's why I found it so healthy to set up that Facebook page where you follow multiple people from multiple different perspectives and ideas. And Urson was always that manual therapist in a time where the pain science was really pushing exercise and active treatments. So it was always wonderful to have Urson pop up on my feed and progress his manual therapy in a BPS model way and a pain science way. And I've really appreciated having that. And it's dramatically changed my practice. The reason I thought about this podcast was I'm actually in a hotel in Melbourne right now. We just had the Melbourne I Move You, and it really hit me that a lot of the young practitioners there were still thinking in a very structural way, and they were still thinking, what is this doing mechanically to improve my patient? And that quote sums it up beautifully. It's not doing that mechanical thing we thought. It's just playing with the nervous system. And changing input will change someone's output. So be brave. Try some of these things I've mentioned. And I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, Get in touch. Leave me a Facebook message. Say I tried something a little bit different and it still worked. Or I tried something a little bit different and it didn't work. I'd love to hear. uh, I love that journey. It's really exciting when you find this different way to treat. So I will leave you there, guys. And Just again, a a wonderful thank you for leaving reviews, comments, and ratings. And I will talk to you all next Monday on episode 15. Bye. This is the iMoveU podcast, getting you private practice ready. We give you fresh ideas on mindset, communication, and clinical skills so you can have a fulfilled career.